Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Clive Owen shines in this irresistible comedy as Walt, a down-on-his-luck harpenter, tasked with entertaining his eight-year-old son Anthony while Anthony's mom, played by Maria Bello, uh, and her new husband are away when Walt's prized toolbox is stolen. A quiet father and son weekend turns into the adventure of a lifetime aided by an oddball drywall repairman. That's played by Patton Oswalt. Walt and Anthony go on a wildly funny search for the thieves and find that they uh, never... It, what they never imagined, a true family connection. That is absolutely true. The film is the confirmation, and the director-writer is with us today, and that would be Bob Nelson. Bob, welcome to film school. Oh, thank you, Mike. Thank you. Um, what a wonderful film, um, and uh, for a lot of reasons, and uh, not the least of which is, and this may sound a little odd, but I really liked the pace of your film. I liked the unhurried <laughs> feel to it. Uh-huh. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, there are some people who uh, aren't so thrilled about the, the way, it, especially in the beginning, it does start out uh, a little on the slow side. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like that you like that, because uh, for this type of movie, that, that's what I like. So I, I went for it. But, uh, yeah, it's not everyone's taste, but thank you. Well, I, I think I, think, uh, I like, like films like The Confirmation, that allow us time to get to know the people that are obviously going to be taking us through this story, flaws and all. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the the relationship yeah. between uh, um, Walt and his son um, Anthony. Uh, obviously, it's it's been a rocky one. Obviously, Walt's fallen on some tough times, uh, uh, and just these are good actors. I I think as a director, I would think oh, yeah. I would <laughs> I would want these people to to show what they're what their talent level is and that's what you what what both clive and maria and there's a lot of other people in the film by the way another great thing about the confirmation is the cast really a nice you know well these are hollywood veterans a lot of them a lot of them don't get the the Mm -hmm. run that they i think they deserve in terms of the the roles that they get well tell me a little bit about the story where it came from and and putting we'll get to that after we'll get to how it all came about but how did how did how did the story how did the story come about for you? Well, I was looking for another original, and uh, I realized in, from Nebraska that I still had some more uh, family, uh, personal family stories I could uh, go back to. And I, I was thinking of myself as a 10-year-old boy. And uh, in Nebraska, uh, Bruce Dern is playing a version of my dad, and he had his air compressor skull. Uh, in this uh, movie, uh uh, oddly enough, uh, Clive Owen is playing a version of my dad, and uh, my dad was a mechanic, and he often had his tools stolen. Uh, so I just thought I'd build something around that, and there were a, a couple of films that really inspired me as well, and one is the Italian uh, film, The Bicycle Thief, yeah. and then the uh, Jennifer Lawrence film uh, of a few years ago, Winter's Bone. And uh, uh, that one's a, more of a straight drama, but uh, it has a lot of the same elements. It's just this very simple story told in this small community. And when I, when I saw Winter's Bone, it all kind of came together. I thought if I can come up with a simple story like that, I'll, I might be able 
to uh, direct it as well as write it. Well, I will just just for from my perspective. I'm so glad I, I did see that in the notes on the film. Winter's Bone is one of my mm-hmm. favorite films uh, from. Uh, and oh, I, yeah. I just think it's yeah. terrific. For people who don't yeah. know, it's uh, it's Jennifer Lawrence's first. It's her breakout role, if you will. She's terrific, but it's mm-hmm. it is about it's about a, a community, and this is what I, the confirmation uh, echoes a lot of this: a community that is on the fringes of the American economy, that is struggling. People struggle paycheck to paycheck. Is putting it generously. These people go through every that's every week. So go ahead, talk more about that as well. Uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, the uh, I said it in Kent, Washington, where which is where I grew up. We ended up shooting up. Uh, by Vancouver, as many films do. Uh, but uh, I, I was thinking of uh, growing up in, in Kent, which was uh, a blue-collar town at that time. So I've kind of mixed the two, my childhood, but I said it in present day. And uh, you know, I, uh, most of the characters in the film um, have someone in real life that uh, uh, gave me the idea for that character. So uh, and a lot of them, a few of them were uh, my dad's buddies and uh, uh i just uh I, I started thinking about this right after the big economic downturn and a lot of tradespeople were put out of work and even as the economy is rebounded here a lot of uh, uh working class people are still lagging way behind our recovery so i thought it uh you know there was still some uh relevance uh to the story yeah and i like that um that this relationship the thread uh between this and nebraska by the way for our listeners bob nelson uh wrote the the screenplay the the screenwriter for the film nebraska in which bruce dern was nominated for i believe six academy awards am i correct in that yes six uh, total yeah, yeah that's and, right and and yeah. so you were nominated bruce was obviously nominated for his performance and the the film mm-hmm. the, uh, the film Nebraska did win um, uh, an Academy Award for Best Screenplay uh, from the Spirit Award. I'm sorry, from the Spirit Awards, I should say. Spirit Awards, yeah, yes, yeah, which, that's right. Which, yeah, the day before. Yeah, yeah the day before. <laughs> the Academy Award. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> it was <laughs> one day away. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. one. <laughs> but it was a terrific portrayal. It was a different, it was a per- terrific film, in that yeah. you you and again, I think the the sort of the common thread here is we we identify and with flawed characters people that are not mm-hmm. uh, not what we would you know ide- idealized versions of the people that we would generally like so much is that that in fact Clive has his issues uh, obviously um so mm-hmm. uh, so and so tell us uh, so tell us a little bit about the pulling the, the elements of this film together you wrote the screenplay and obviously coming off Nebraska mm-hmm. probably afforded you some latitude here I'm just gonna jump I'm just gonna take a uh, yeah. leap of faith here and say that you probably were able to re- get people into your film, right? Because of that. Yes, uh, that, I think that helped. I, I, in fact, I I worked hard to get the script ready uh, by the time Nebraska was coming out. And, uh, yeah, after, after the nominations, it, I think it really helped to, to get it out there. And, I, uh, and you know, it's not a, a, a big budget film by any means. It's, you know, two and a half million dollar film. That's very low budget, but uh, probably wouldn't have got made at all if not for all of the Nebraska hoopla. And I certainly wouldn't have uh, been able to put myself out as director, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm drafting off of Alexander Payne here and everyone else who put Nebraska together. Well, now you're, it, let's, let, let me just, let me just, 
talk about the the uh, cast here for a second because let's we have Clyde mm-hmm. Owen, Maria Bello, Patton Oswald, Matthew Modine, Tim Blake Nelson, yep. Robert Forrester, and Stephen uh-huh. Tobolowski. To, am I saying Tobolowski? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and you'll recognize him right away. People remember will rem- no, I... remember him from uh, on, uh, from Californication. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's one of those actors yeah. who's always solid, no matter what he does. He's he's oh yeah, that's why I called him. Uh, to be the priest, uh, a lot of people remember him from Groundhog Day as the insurance salesman. Yes, yes. Uh, as well, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Not, not everyone knows his name, but uh, he is so good. One of our best character actors. And he really, it, it's it's his encounter with uh, with Anthony that sort of framed the film in a, in a very fun way. I, I really yeah. appreciate the sort of the arc of that, that story and then where it ends up at, at, at the end is pretty funny. It's it's. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll tell you what uh, uh, dedicated actor Stephen Tobolowsky is. He went and interviewed uh, two priests for that small role. Yeah. So I'm just, that's an actor. I'm just curious. So this is your first uh, debut as a director. Um, what, did yes. you, what did you take away from your um, experience with Nebraska that you thought, you know what, I can, I can direct? What was <laughs> Uh, I'm not uh, Alexander Payne, but I, uh, I I was on the set for a week and just trying to soak in some of his wisdom. I I, I did uh, a direct uh, comedy segments up in Seattle for ten years, so that helped. But uh, uh, watching Alexander on the set, you just get this sense of calm, and you always think of movie sets as being chaos and people yelling. And uh, Alexander Payne's set was. Uh, you know, a fun place to be. Everyone was collaborating, and it was just a joyful experience. And uh, that was what I wanted to bring uh, to the set of the confirmation. And uh, I think we pulled it off. We didn't have any uh, problems. Uh, uh, all, all the people that you mentioned uh, are people that I really liked before uh, for their performances. But I also did research on their personalities and, and made sure that they weren't going to be disruptive on the set, that they were good people, uh, hard workers, uh, and I needed that as a first-time director. Well, I'm just curious, uh, how many shooting days did you did you have? We had 22. There you go. That's the magic number. I hear some always <laughs> some right around that number is on these, on these yeah. smaller films. And and I think you did something. And I'm, I'm again. I'm kind of uh, surmising here that uh, you were able to get a lot of these actors. Be- they're in the film, obviously prominent roles, and I like the way you kind of roll them in in terms of their uh, their uh, appearances and and their time on screen. But I don't think that I'll, you needed them for uh, many days per actor. I'm, I'm guessing you were able to sort of coordinate it so that they were uh, were there. Yeah, relatively briefly. Is that would that be fair? Yes, to say? yeah, all, that's true. All, all of the bigger names you you name besides our our two leads were probably there a day or two, probably two days at the most. You know, we tried to make the schedule easy for them. I had to call, call I'd call them up and I'd send them the script, call them up and and invite them up and say I'm going to make this as easy for you as possible. I just want you to come and have fun with us. So yeah. Uh, one or two days, and they were gone. But uh, they contributed so much, and I'm really grateful for every name you you put out there. Yeah, and I, I think the energy, I think that sort of they were there, they had to hit it. They came in, hit their mark, 
and uh-huh. I think all of their appearances kind of really have a a, a terrific energy to them that really infuse yeah. the character. So, yeah, yeah, and uh, like I say, they're all collaborators. So yeah. I I talked to them on the phone and we walked through their characters and and talked about uh, you know, uh, where this person was coming from, and uh, then when they came up to Vancouver, I'd take them out to dinner and make sure that everything was okay. I didn't want anybody to come on the set and then look at me and say, I don't understand this line. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. What's my motivation here? Right. Uh, so yeah. we were good good to go. Yeah. We're speaking with Bob Nelson, writer, uh, director, and producer of the film The Confirmation. It comes out today. In fact, it's opening here in Los Angeles at the Lemley NoHo 7. Um, that's on uh, Lancashire, right out there in North Hollywood. Uh, terrific film uh, theater and great place to go. That whole area is great. Go out to dinner, take in the the confirmation, enjoy yourself. It's a uh, it's it's a really nice. It's a really good film and really well done. And uh, and are you going? Are you in town by chance? Are you going to be around for any Q and As or or? Uh, well, uh, tonight I'm I'm actually going out to uh, Palm Desert. Okay. To the uh, cinemas uh, Palm de Or. Uh, for a screening, and then I'll do a Q and A there. Okay, so you're out there. I didn't know that yeah. was also playing out there as well. So, where where are you going to be again? Say it again. The cinema. It's the uh, cinemas Palm Dior okay. Theater. Okay. At the Westfield Palm Desert. Okay, terrific. I think that's a mall. Yeah, Westfield's a mall. That's right. <laughs> so, okay, all right. But it is uh, also there. Yeah, they invited us a while back, so uh, okay. that's where I'm going. Okay. And. Uh, well, that's at six thirty tonight. Six thirty tonight at the Palm d'Or yeah. out in uh, yeah. in Westfield. Yeah. Okay, the Westfield uh, Mall. Uh, <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> well, let's get to the heart of the film because really, this is a film about a relationship between a father and a son. Um, mm-hmm. I know. So you you mentioned that Clive Owen is in fact, uh, you know, sort of a it's based in some part on your father. Is Anthony based on your relationship as well with your father? Did you? Is this something we can kind of infer that this was sort of your your relationship as well, or is there, or is that? Uh, yes, okay. I'd say yeah. Especially at ten years old, um, I really looked up to my dad. He had his problems, but I was uh, uh, I never really had any problems with my dad. Uh, he was alive until I was twenty one, and never had any falling out. But uh, around ten years old is when you start to understand what the adult world is really like, that it's not this, uh, your, your parents uh, don't always uh, know what they're doing, they're not always perfect, and it, there's an age when you, that really starts to dawn on you, and uh, uh, that's actually the, my reason for the title of the movie, where at some point it's confirmed to you what the real world is, is like, that you've maybe been sheltered from by your parents as much as possible in your early stages. But then you learn what it's like, and now you have to figure out how to deal with it. And that's what the, the boy in this film is doing. And and that's what it was like for me. I was uh, uh, raised Catholic. I'm I'm no I'm no longer uh, religious, but my mother's uh, still in, in uh, goes to the Catholic Church. And I just wanted to make a, a film that was respectful of uh, everyone's uh, viewpoints on it. So you'll see a little bit of of. Uh, you know, uh, thoughts from the, the characters thrown in there. So all of that comes, again, from my childhood and uh, uh, the things I've gone through since then. But um, mm-hmm. I, I also wanted to make a film that my mom would be uh, proud to watch still. So, 
There you are. <laughs> well, you did, and um, I, you know, you, your story echoes a lot of my experience as well. The the idea of the, the mm-hmm. sort of as they say, the second biggest religion in the world are ex-Catholics, and I think that that's, <laughs> that's right. yeah. So yeah. That, that is yeah. absolutely you know my my perspective, just as you described it. I, I think a lot of what you said. My dad was a uh, pretty avid uh, Catholic, is a pretty avid Catholic. I'm yeah. not, I'm not. But uh, but yeah. and I think what you talked about is the respect. There's this is a very respectful film. It, it's it, it I again I want to say to our listeners that this is a kind of film that you're just going to feel good uh, about having watched. You're going to feel good about the experience of it. You're going to feel good about yourself in a way because it just feels like there the the respect, the appreciation of our parents for who they are. I think that's one of the most difficult things in growing up. Is that point in which you realize that they're just people, and that if you met them on the street, mm-hmm. you would have, you would come away with a certain perspective of them, and that as their son or their daughter, you now are beginning to come to grips with that perception. I think that's really an important yeah. thing, and I think you captured it very well. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's really about tolerance and respecting other people as long as they're uh, don't do damage and aren't dangerous. Uh, <laughs> Uh, to you or society, that uh, trying to have a little bit of understanding is, is not a bad thing. A little bit of grace, as they say. Yeah, uh, we've we've yeah. gone we've gone through this entire interview, and we really haven't talked about how wonderful Jaden Wesley Lieber <laughs> is. In, is Jaden Lieber, yeah. yes, and he's in uh, Midnight Special today as well. He's got two movies coming out the same day. That's how good he is. But he he was in uh, Saint Vincent with Bill Murray as well. People might recognize him from that. But he's terrific. Well, he's really good. He's unbelievable. Uh, I hardly had to direct him at all. It, it was astounding. Uh, he's just so intuitive that uh, uh, you just kind of sit back and watch him perform, and he he just knew what to do. I was I was in shock. But he was so great in in the audition room. I had my hopes, but they were even those were surpassed. Yeah. Well, he yeah. Well, you you made the right choice. I he's very likable. Uh he he seems to be exceedingly uh, for a young actor exceedingly aware of the scene that he's in. I, I got the impression that yeah. he was listening to Clive Owen. He was listening to Maria Bella. Is that Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Cl- uh Clive says he's one of the better screen partners he's ever had. He said the whole thing was just joyous for him to, to work with Jaden. So, uh, and he's just the nicest kid beside, off, off, <laughs> you know, away from the set. Uh, he is, he is, he's just a wonderful, wonderful kid. Well, I, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, we're sort of run, we've run, we've hit the, the wall here as far as the clock is concerned. Um, so I, I um, I just want to, say to you, Bob Nelson, that I hope you continue to make uh, films. I hope that this has been the, an experience that you want to replicate uh, and continue to write. I think your 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 screenplays and your is are wonderful, and I, I'm so happy to that you've been able to, to make the, the, the move in, as into a, a director's chair. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to uh, keep trying to get them made. It's, uh, I've got a few scripts that are about ready. It's then it, it's all about the uh, financing from there on. But uh, there yeah, I really appreciate that that thought. I'm I'm going I'm going for it. I'm turning sixty this year, so you, you know who knows how much time I've got to get a few more in. Yeah, I got to yeah. I got to get going here. Well, you've got the spirit. You've got the you got the chops. <laughs> so you just uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Really appreciate you coming yeah. on here today. The the uh, Bob Nelson, the director, writer, producer. 
of this wonderful film, uh, the the confirmation comes out today, uh, as well as uh, in North Hollywood at the NoHo Seven and the Palm d'Or in Palm Desert. Did I say that right? Is that correct? Is that's that, right. Palm yeah, Desert. Palm Desert. And yeah. others. And you can go to the website and let me make sure I get this correct. Help me out. You can just jump in. What's the website for it? Uh, for for the film. Uh, okay. Oh, I, I don't have that here with oh, me. Oh, no. I can't <laughs> but, believe I don't yeah. either. Uh, it, it's easy to Google, though. Yeah, the confirmation. Yeah. Just look it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have it right now. I think it's uh, the confirmation. That's con- right. <laughs> I think it's the confirmation. Uh, it's under Lighthouse uh, Pictures. You can go there. Yeah, to Light, Lighthouse Pictures would have it. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. Uh, Saban <laughs> uh, Films, S-A-B, Zimboy, A-N. Yeah, exactly. All right, Bob. Well, thank you, uh, and all the best on this project and all future work, and I hope you can come back and and spend some time with us again on Film School. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.